I'm Dean Lerner, producer of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I put up all the money for Dark Place, and if it doesn't get a big enough audience, I'm going to have to go back into skin. Please protect my dignity by watching Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, even if you can only stand it for ten minutes. Welcome to launching the pilot with your host Brian and guest host M from the Verbal Diorama Podcast. Episode 224. Uh, this time it's Darth, Garth Marigas Dark Place, and I'm joined by M of Verbal Diorama. A woman. You said it, sir. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me for Dark Place. Yeah. I, I, dark Place, Dark Place, Dark Place. <laughs> it, it's a great intro song, isn't it? I really enjoy that. <laughs> well, I kind of felt like I had to um, because. It's it's so weird, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, this is this is what I wanted to talk about for a while, but I needed to find someone who else had watched it. <laughs> this is the problem. Well, um, yeah, we we were chatting just before the epi- episode uh, started recording, and uh, yeah, it 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 kind of didn't do so well uh, commercially. I think it did well critically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not many people actually saw it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Maybe you were one of the few. <laughs> it used to be on quite late, I think, on Channel Four. They placed it on a quite late time slot, uh, but no one else bothered. <laughs> yeah, well, like like I mentioned um, before, I I only actually saw it in like two thousand eight, two thousand and nine on on a recommendation. So I didn't even see it in two thousand and four. Um, even though I'm a big fan of really weird Channel Four comedies yeah. <laughs> like channel four do the best comedies i think of any uh tv station here in the uk for definite yeah they're, they're definitely not run of the meal ones are they they're not uh... no, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah as you said this is 2004 there's only six episodes uh, and that's all they got <laughs> so but uh, it, it's, it's a very good cast uh, yep now it's a bit hard to talk about it because really it's a show within a show isn't it it's <laughs> Even, yeah it, so, so you've got the actors yeah. playing the actors playing the characters yeah <laughs> so, so you've got Matthew Holness who's playing Garth Marenghi and he's also playing Dick Rick Douglas isn't he <laughs> Rick Douglas Douglas yeah and you've got uh, yeah, yeah. Richard Arduardi uh, playing Dean Lerner who's also playing Fulton Reed <laughs> yeah. Matthew Berry playing Todd Rivers who is also playing was it uh, Lucian uh, Sanchez is it yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that there. <laughs> and Ali Slow playing, is it Madeline Wood playing Liz Asher? Yeah, So I said it's the inception of comedy. It's a layer within a layer of comedy. 
Yeah. And it's like, how do you refer to the character? Like, do you refer to him as Garth Marenghi or do you refer to him as Rick Douglas? Like, <laughs> well, like, how do you do it? So it's not confusing yeah, for it, people as well. It's really because the premise of the show is, is, is quite a brilliant one. It's, it's a show that was made in the 80s but never got a show, shown anywhere, apart from Peru, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and now Channel 4 have asked them to bring it up because they're a bit short of programme content. <laughs> yeah, I think they say due to the worst artistic drought in broadcast history or something, yeah. <laughs> Channel 4 uh, airing the lost classic yeah. uh, in inverted commas. And it's more appropriate today than ever, that, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, exactly, yeah, <laughs> definitely. They, Channel 4 need to bring back Garth Marengo's Dark place yeah. now yeah <laughs> so this one is called once upon a beginning uh <laughs> as the first episode that mm-hmm. they'll get the character of garth Meringi is a writer uh and like a stephen king a, a, an english version of stephen king <laughs> i think it says he's, he's written more books than he's read <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember actually, but they they show the titles of his book sleeves, yeah. and I, I I can't remember what they were off the top of my head, but I, I remember them being like really generic, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. slasher, and <laughs> I don't I can't recall exactly what they were, but they were really generic horror titles as well. Yeah. Just you you would expect the sort of Garth Marenghi kind of horror title books to be as well, because he seems that sort of. You know, he because he calls himself, he's like a self-styled, I think he says like author, dream weaver, yeah. visionary, <laughs> plus actor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he thinks a lot of himself. He's, he's egotist, egotistical, isn't he? He's to, to a, a beyond the point of believable. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Garth Marenghi, author, dream weaver, visionary, plus actor. You are about to enter the world of my imagination. You are entering my dark place. Yeah, but that just kind of makes the comedy even better because he believes in his talent so much, uh, which I suppose is commendable. You've got to believe in yourself, but... He, he kind of takes it to the next level, because, really. Because I, yeah. I own the DVD box set of this. It's really good to have the little other bits on it. And there's one bit where he's got a collection of all his books put together. He says, if you buy only one book this year, buy this one. It's all of them. <laughs> and it's massive. <laughs> it's like five foot long, this book. It's ridiculous. And it comes with brackets so you can put it on the shelf. <laughs> It's a, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, of you know, do you remember those ads you used to get? I think like in the late 80s, early 90s for CDs and you could buy like collections of CDs. And, uh, you know, they, they were just like these massive like volumes. That's right. Of, yeah. I think you could do it with encyclopedias as well. Like you could buy volumes of encyclopedias and it kind of feels like a bit of a uh, riff off of that kind of culture of, well, why, you don't need to buy one. Encyclopedia. You could buy twenty six encyclopedias right. instead, and you could save yeah. X amount of money. That's right. Yeah. And they also they, they were so throwing a free gift that was not relevant to what you were buying anyway. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, yeah. uh, it's not. It was normally a carriage clock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah something. Like <laughs> Worth over three hundred pounds for yours free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it arrives, and it's like the 
cheapest piece of tap that you get. That's right. Yeah. Made out of balsa wood, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like because Garth, Garth starts this episode by reading uh, from one of his books. I think it's Slicer. And all it is is blood, blood, blood. <laughs> And a bit of sick. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. I love that line. That, that's one of the things when I rewatched it, uh, I wrote that line down specifically because it's the way he delivers the blood, blood, blood. Yeah. It's a sick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And it, it. That is the comedy. Anyone who hasn't, I mean, I'm hoping that a lot of your listeners will have seen Garth Marenga's Dark Place, but I'm maybe thinking that, some of them probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, but that is the kind of level of humour that I think we're really kind of looking at here. Uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of very visual humour, but there's a lot of childish yes. humour, let's yeah. say, uh, in it as well, uh, which appeals to me because, you know, I'm a big fan of childish humour. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you're talking about humour, it doesn't translate as well as watching it or seeing it. It's always the problem when you talk about a, like a, a funny film or a funny series. It's, it's said the, the Channel 4 was just too scared to show this at the time. And it had a brief showing in Peru because <laughs> they have different laws there, apparently. <laughs> and it's Dark Place. Then we start the, the show. And throughout the show, there's little in-cuts of him doing a little monologue and, and this is to make up the show's running time apparently he said it really <laughs> yeah. <looks short. laughs> yeah i like that the, it shows like a really retro channel 4 logo as well do you remember oh, the old yes. channel 4 yeah. logo, uh, with the like spinning the spinning logo which uh i i thought was a nice little touch actually to kind of set it in that very typical 80s channel 4 yeah, it, setting. it really is. Everything about this show is it's retro and it's done so well. It's done like the programmes of that 80s time. It's, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> the work they've put into this is, is incredible. But, uh, I think that we're first introduced to Liz as she's walking into the hospital. Uh, yeah. And, and she goes down to stroke the cat and the cat's not there. So they have to throw it into the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and it really nicely sets up because um, you. One of the things I noticed as well is when she's walking into the hospital, the uh, the sound effects of the footsteps don't quite match her <laughs> footsteps, um, and they're really loud as well. And they obviously did that on purpose. But then when you they kind of she bends down and there's nothing there, and they chuck a cat in. <laughs> it just really summarizes where they're going to go with this TV show, yeah. like just completely off the bat. You know where you, you were. Uh, uh, she goes yeah. up to the reception desk, and, this is, and the people who are, are supposed to be bad acting are bad acting. Because yeah, uh, obviously, I've got the DVD box set, so there's also a commentary track on, on top of what you'd watch. And, and you've got Garth saying on the commentary track, Oh, yeah, all, all the extras are, are labourers, and they're all thieves. <laughs> so and, and she's looking for a job as a doctor, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, what I can't remember what did she list her credentials as being or something like that. She, she, they kind of uh, ask her the question about. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a doctor, yeah. and then, she, and then they get her to list her credentials, and it's just like, I can't remember what it is, but it's the most random set of credentials to be a doctor yeah, that I've ever heard. She, she, she said she graduated from Harvard Yale College and got an oh, A. Harvard Yale College. Yeah. <laughs> And she, and she got an A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the kind of reception says, oh, your qualifications are in order then. <laughs> Without checking anything, you know, doing anything. 
Hi, I've come to apply for the doctor's job. I can assure you my credentials are top-notch. I've just graduated from Harvard College, Yale. I aced every semester and I got an A. Well, that sounds excellent. Our last doctor only just recently died in horrific circumstances. Can you start immediately? Sure. Do I have time to go to the toilet? Not really. I've already paged Dr. Sanchez, who should be here any minute now. I'm Dr. Sanchez. You're a woman. Yes, I hope that's not a problem. Not at all. There's plenty of scared on the wall. This is the 20th century after all, though some don't like to admit it. Welcome to Dark Place, Liz. But everything's so deadpan as well. Like, yes. every line delivery yeah. is is done in a, in a very specifically deadpan way. Yeah. Um, like, there's... It's actually quite clever, if you think about it, because these are probably professional actors, but they're acting terrible on purpose yeah. and it must be really difficult to act badly on purpose <laughs> yeah that wooden you, uh, uh, you yeah it, it is very wooden that, that's how i'd act but <laughs> that's but these are professional actors trying to play it off as bad and that must be hard i can't believe yeah but then um because then she she meets um lucian sanchez and they have that prolonged moment where they're shaking hands which is yes. just <laughs> and it turns out she's a bit psychic she's a bit psychic <laughs> yeah. yeah and it, it goes on forever um with like him screaming yeah. just and it goes on for like three minutes or something ridiculous him just him screaming and her with her psychic vision yeah um, I, I like it that most of dr sanji's lines are overdubbed <laughs> it's, yeah it's really weird uh, but yeah, I like the way she falls to the floor, hits her head on the floor, and he goes, "Are you all right?" And she goes, "Not really." <laughs> Just like, <laughs> <and> <laughs> now she's seeing visions of what's to come in the episode. You, you get little. Uh, just flashes in her mind. Then, then we get a little intro from Garth talking about, you know, this is a bit where he says, I'm the, one of the only authors who's uh, written more books than I've read. <laughs> and, and then it cuts back to the programme again. And and uh, and they're talking to him. <laughs> What's it? Uh, D Learner, because D Learner oh, yeah. is, is not an actor. <laughs> is his <laughs> is his publicist. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favourite lines. Because yeah, he says something like, "I'm not putting on an act. I'm putting on the truth." Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they're building up to it. And he says, "What you're about to see is the truth." <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's the most monotone dialogue you've ever heard just fired at you straight without any pauses or gaps or breaths (laughs) yeah and this is the thing like everyone i think pretty much everyone here in the uk has seen richard iowadi in something Um, because i think out of the whole cast obviously matt berry has done incredibly well but richard iowadi is probably the most recognizable face yeah and i think everyone knows what a good actor richard iowadi is and obviously he's gone into directing he's a seriously talented guy so for him to be so terrible (laughs) It's just, it's it's a genuine delight because he literally does, like you say, it's completely monotone. Um, there's there's literally no inflection in his voice. It's literally just line reading. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's, it is literally just like I am reading a line and I am going to say this and then this is going to happen. Yeah, and that's you- it. <laughs> And all the awkward pauses and stuff, and it's all there. Uh, Yeah, and it reminds me a bit later, and we'll probably get to it a bit later on, where he, um, when they've got there, there's a scene at a funeral. Yes. And and he's he's kind of, I think, uh, or is it, maybe I'm getting a bit confused. It's like when he's trying to break them up, 
and he's just like hold on a second there like you are not being very good here or something like that and yeah. it's just the way he's like pointing and he's just ve- like d- just delivering this line but there's like nothing behind it it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. genius <laughs> at work from Richard Iwadi yeah it's a bit of calm down calm down everyone but no one yeah. else is talking or saying anything <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what it is yeah. Garth um, I said I'm not an actor and um, he said I'll always remember this that he didn't want an act he wanted the truth so um, here is uh, Dean Lerner playing Thornton Reed, not putting on an act, but putting on the truth. Listen up, ladies, we've got a situation. A little lass has just cracked her nut, and if she croaks, my ass is grass. There's a little kid in a bed he goes to see, and the oh. kid's yeah, the, kid, the kid's saying, "Oh, is my dad going to be all right?" He goes, "It's very sick. I, I'm not Jesus." I've come to accept that now. <laughs> and, and the little kids go to him, they work you too hard. <laughs> yeah. That, to be fair, when, when you've got like a small child who's who's actually a better actor, yeah. you know, from, from a sense of, you know, the, the character um, rather than obviously the, the actual actors themselves. But when a little kid is doing a better job than everyone yeah. else in this TV show, then... Um, that just kind of summarises it perfectly, really. Cause, uh, yeah, because when it starts, you get the thing like uh, based on a, a book by Garth Marenghi, written by Garth Marenghi, starring Garth Marenghi. Uh, there's got uh, a, a music by a Stig someone uh, based on a tune whistled by Garth Marenghi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got his name all over this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. And and obviously the the it kind of feels very much like the script is feels written by Garth Marenghi. Yeah. You know, it's like lines like when when Liz is talking to uh, Rick Douglas and she says, "I wasn't planning on falling on my fanny," yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then she just says, "I had a vision. I'm yeah. psychic." Uh, I just read one of her other lines is when she meets uh, uh, Sanchez. She goes, "I'm a woman. I hope that's all right." <laughs> He goes, yes, it's the 80s. We've got plenty of skirts working here now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, and that's the bit where uh, they send her off to clean the mug as well, don't they? They're like, right, come on, love. Uh, I've, my my, uh, my cup's a bit dirty, so uh, <laughs> go off and clean it. And, um, yeah, it's... Because um, in her vision, very... she, yeah, she gets a vision of room 213. And he, yeah. goes, he goes, oh, that's Renwick's room. And, and of course, there's, there's a little backstory of how... Him and Renwick were trying to summon the occult in the canteen. Yeah. <laughs> and why he's gone off to make a coat floater for him and Renwick. Renwick's opened the gateway to hell. Yeah, as you do. As you do. Uh, it happens. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> which um, it, it's quite nice, actually, because um, they, they actually call it the Hellmouth, which is nice callback to uh, one of my favourite TV shows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Of course. Which is obviously set on a Hellmouth. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know whether that was intentional, actually. But, no, uh, no, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, it's because obviously this was released the year after Buffy finished. So, oh, right. uh, yeah, I, it's just something that I noticed. I don't think they were taking inspiration from Buffy, <laughs> personally. <laughs> I don't think they took inspiration from anything for this. Um but uh, but yeah, I think uh, it, that's a nice that's a nice little reference for for someone like me who's a big Buffy fan uh, to think that maybe it's set in the same universe, and maybe you know, Dark Place is where our Hellmouth is. Oh, that's that's the new one. The new one has opened up. Yeah. 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 
uh, yeah, because obviously this says, I, I want to help. You know, I'm a big girl now. In a year, I'll be a woman. <laughs> and it's, obviously, this is Garth Mringis writing. It's a classic. I'll help you. I'm free most Tuesdays and my doctor's contract hasn't officially started yet. They're signed orthodox, Liz. That's when were you orthodox, Rick. That's true. Please. All right. I'll pay you, though. It'll make it bona fide and you could probably use the extra pocket money for clothes and makeup. Thanks, Rick. I won't let you down. Okay. Well, what would help me most right now is if you could whack a Brillo around this mug. Otherwise, it will stain. Sanj, I suggest you and I pay Larry a visit before it's too late. Because it's 8pm now. Yeah. Because he has to be the hero. No one else could be the hero of his own writing but him. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... um. I think that's... that's <laughs> I'm just remembering what happens to... um. Oh, what's that? Oh, Renwick. That's the Renwick, guy. Yeah. Renwick. Uh, and what actually happens to uh, to Renwick? Oh yeah. Um, is um, I, I mean, I think in my notes for for Dark Place, um, I mentioned in my notes it was obviously a parody of those really bad kind of eighties TV shows, and um, and then I basically listed all of the things it's really bad at. Um, yeah. So it's bad with its edits because literally the edits are something happens and then they cut to another camera and the same thing is happening again uh, yeah. that's, that's the kind of editing that we're talking about um obviously we've mentioned it's got some bad dubbing uh, <laughs> yeah. which is actually really really funny um acting bad uh continuity bad. <laughs> uh, special effects so we can talk about the special effects uh, oh, yeah. bad uh, yeah. <laughs> um and then Every single prop. Uh, one of the things that makes me laugh is in the graveyard, there's a grave, there's like a headstone that wiggles back and forth. Wobbles the air back and forth. And that it's looks, clearly yeah. made of polystyrene, <laughs> um, which is just, oh, I love it. Love it so much. And then obviously there's little to no plot as well. But all of these bad things, usually when you're watching something and someone's acting really bad and you go, oh, God, this is terrible. Like, this person can't act. Or the director's not done this right, or the writing's terrible. And you, you'd see that as a real negative. But what I love about Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is it's all really positive. Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be that bad. It really relishes in its terribleness. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I think that's, that's how it's kind of endeared. Um, because like I said, this, this was like 16 years ago. That's that right, terrible. yeah. But it's still, uh, it feels really fresh, actually, it, it because does. it's so terrible. And, and it's, it's, it's a good idea, and no one's sort of done this, have they? It's just, it's just they're the ones who thought about it. <laughs> well, there actually was. I don't know if you've seen, oh, yeah. there was a, a, a show in the US. Um, I think it was 2014, maybe. Um, it was called The Spoils of Babylon, um, and it was a very similar type of show to Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. It was very much a parody of bad TV and it had the kind of really wooden acting and the bad editing. But it was, I think it was like Will Ferrell, oh, right. uh, Toby Maguire, Kristen Wiig. So a really big all-star cast. Um, but that was actually also very good. Um, and it's the only thing I could think of when I sat down and thought about it. What is there anything like Dark Place that's ever been made? The only thing I could think of was the spoils of Babylon. I can't find the spoils of Babylon. I don't know if it's because it was on 
think it was on BBC Two um, back in the day. Um, But yeah, that also only had one season. Um, And that was really, you know, it was like they, whenever someone was in a car driving, obviously there's quite a few car scenes in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. But in The Spores of Babylon, they would push like toy cars up to a model. Um, All right. It was very kind of similar, but that is the only thing I could think of that was remotely like Dark Place. And but and to be fair, Dark Place is a a lot more bad. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for being bad. Yeah. <laughs> when I say bad, I mean good. Um, it's very '80s language, you know. When you used to say something was bad, it actually meant it was good. Yeah. So, so yeah, but that, that's the only thing I could think of, and I, I wasn't sure if you'd actually seen the Spoils of Babylon. No, I haven't. I've uh, I, I, it, it rings some sort of distant bell in my brain but <laughs> i'd have to check it out again i think mm. uh, I, I like this where, where liz goes to, uh, to i want to help you know I, I i'm not actually a doctor yet here so i can help i've got a bit of free time and he goes that's fine but i will pay you you'll probably need some money to buy some clothes and stuff <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's that's where he gives her his mug uh, you can start by clicking now i should say why he's saying all this is in, a, in a, the shortest bathrobe i have ever seen because he's just got out the shower. Oh yeah, because he just randomly says he needs a shower, just like yeah. big sentence for no reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, that is um, that actually reminds me very much of um, certain scenes. Obviously, not in this show, but going over to the IT crowd, which Richard Oardi and Matt Berry both went into after this. Um, yeah. With Matt Berry's character in the IT crowd, was very like that. You know, he wore those very short. Yes, he, he did. Yes, uh, good point. Yeah, yeah. Gowns like and a lot of like silk and satin and stuff like that. And he was a lot. He was very um, flamboyant and and dramatic in that particular role um, as Douglas. Actually, his name was Douglas. I've just realised it's yeah. Rick Douglas, <laughs> and and Matt Berry's name was was Douglas uh, Douglas Renham in the IT crowd, but. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting actually because Matthew Holness, I I don't actually recall him doing much after this. I mean, he probably no. did, but um, but yeah, he I, I couldn't recall it. But no, no, uh, this is almost unrecognisable because he uh, co-created this with uh, Richard Aduardi. Uh, so, so yeah, so you think it, that sort of creative force you'd think would go on to do more stuff, but no. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe he worked in, uh, um, you know, maybe he did a lot of work in the background. But yeah, Richard Iowadi has definitely been a bit more public facing. Um, yes. And obviously Matt Berry is a very recognisable voice in UK comedy. Um, yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 I still think to this day uh, he's got one of the loveliest voices <laughs> that yeah. any man could ever possess. Um, but yeah. It's um, it is interesting how people start out in in comedy and kind of where they end up and um, but I think having something like Dark Place on your CV, um, I mean it's it's got to be a positive thing because I genuinely believe that you have to work hard to make something so terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I still can't understand why it's not more popular, not more talked about. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's it's one of those kind of weird it reminds me very much of a, another channel 4 comedy actually called green wing which 
was out at about the same sort of time as this. Um, and Green Wing was very surreal as well. Um, Green Wing ended up getting a second season. Um, but it was very weird. It wasn't as weird as Dark Place, to be fair. But <laughs> it, I think it was probably on at a more accessible time than Dark Place. But yes. it feels very much like they were really trying to push the boat, Channel 4, with their comedy. Um, and... Green Wing, similarly, it, it ended up getting a second season because I think it did have a very dedicated fan base because I was one of those Green Wing fans. <laughs> um, Dark Place just never seemed to get the same sort of momentum. as yeah, it never, a... never got the audience to start off with, I think, is the problem. <laughs> really accessible. Like you say, it's six episodes. They're really short. They're less than half an hour. Um, yeah. They're available um, here in the UK. They're available on Channel 4 streaming service, all four for free. So it's it's incredibly accessible for people. But I think you're right. I think people just genuinely don't know about it. I've got this uh, where Dad goes into the, the room of his friend Renwick. His first name must be Larry because I've got Larry Explodes. And it's quite an explosion, isn't it? It's just... <laughs> it's... <laughs> really great i i struggle to think how much how many like tin tomatoes and tomatoes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, and all of those things that they use but then when they when his head's on his head's kind of uh on the floor uh, yeah and he's he's talking to rick Douglas and basically saying um you know you need to you need to finish me you know yeah. Kill, it says, kill me, kill me. It really hurts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's and, getting uh, and, and, and this, this is going, no, it's all right. We can, we can save you. <laughs> no, it's only your head on the floor. You know? uh, but that's the other thing. He then picks up a shovel, which is in the bed. Is it in the, um, the, the room, the hospital room? Why is, is there a shovel there? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, thing makes sense in dark place. Yeah, I think that is the point. <laughs> yeah, nothing makes sense in dark place. So, so he picks up the shovel to finish him off, <laughs> and then he just whacks, obviously, a, a bouncy head. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and then the 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 cuts are really cool. Actually, it's one of my favourite bad uh, editing in that scene where you've got the one shot of him bringing the shovel down to the ground and then you've got a shot from another angle where he's still bringing it down to the ground and you've got another one where he's still bringing it down to the ground and then yeah then you get the scene where this kind of head um, uh, then, off. Then, Sa- uh, then Sanchez appears in the door he says I'll get a mop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he's like yeah I've seen this before so yeah. uh, I know what I need to do uh, and then we get a little interlude of, of Garth Marenghi uh, doing his, his, his bit to the camera again, saying, well, I've never exploded, but I know what it's like to explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then you get Richard's, uh, Richard Ardwani's character, as he later said, yeah, uh, I think someone close to, to, to Garth must have exploded at some point, but I don't know the details. <laughs> I have never exploded, but I know what it would be like. Don't ask me how, I just know. I've always just known. I don't know whether someone close to Garth had exploded, um, whether it was a colleague or a pet, 
But you could tell that scene meant a lot to him. There were tears on set, not from Garth. He was strong for the crew. Um, but I wept. I'm not ashamed of that. It's, I suppose, one of the many burdens he has to bear as an artist in bringing us this gift. Those kind of, because they're set up as like, you know, um, almost like, uh, commentary interviews like you'd get on yes. DVD and um, so they're obviously reminiscing in inverted commas about how they made Dark Place and what it was like to work on Dark Place um, but they're actually some of the funniest lines yes. on show because it's they're not it's almost like they're not having to bad act but no. they are having to say these really terrible lines and they they keep it like proper straight it's like it's straight man comedy because yeah. they're taking it so seriously um but it's gen- some genuinely funny things um when they're actually I, being interviewed yeah i like uh because one of uh the learner one of his, his, his comments on this is the most success significant television program since quantum leap it's <laughs> 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 It's it's interesting in that when they're talking about this this patient who's exploded, uh, yeah. and and obviously it's something that Sanchez has seen before, um, and then they say something like, "This is an, another exploding patient that you can sweep under the rug." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's what they say about that when Renwick exploded, it reopened the portal to hell, and so yeah. they ha- that's what they have to close. Um, so, so, so yeah, yeah. He's saying we've got to burn the body, and, and then we, the learner say we can't burn a body. I'm not having that on my watch. Uh, I don't believe any of this occult stuff. What's he's going on about? He goes, you've got played by the book or something. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That this hospital's got a reputation which I intend to keep. <laughs> I've yet to see any demons on this ward. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Unless, unless you go back there and make a pill, <laughs> you need to have a reality check or something. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, just... um, but they, they, never, they never actually explain because obviously the, the body of Paul Renwick is completely... Look, he's got like body parts in different areas of the room. He's completely decapitated. His blood and guts is everywhere. And yet when they have a funeral for him, um, he comes back to life. And he's, you know, a fully regenerated human being again. And it's never explained. No, they're sewn him back together somehow. (laughs) (laughs) From just parts, yeah. And, uh, and you have, the, <sighs> but the funeral, the funeral Brit is so good, just by itself. Isn't it? Yeah, it's with just... the with the priest, and when the priest is uh, saying about how he will yeah. be remembered for his wit and his laughing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and he says, "Oh, God moves in the serious ways," and, and in the background, he's always saying, oh, "It could move in from the side, from from the left." <laughs> and while all this is still going on, you can still hear the priest in the background. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, the coffee starts to shake and up pops Renwick. Uh, <laughs> and luckily, uh, Dag has, has got his gun with him. <laughs> oh, it's one, it is one of the best scenes in this episode where you've got Rick Douglas shooting him with a gun. Yeah. And then you've got, yeah. um, oh, Thornton, I was going to say uh, De- Dean Lerner, but it's Thornton Reed. Yeah, it's who's, Thornton Reed. who's got a, yeah. a shotgun and he's just firing it into the air randomly. 
And then uh, McDaggis's gun turns into a flamethrower, and then he's just, yeah. you know, flamethrowing uh, the body. And this is, yeah, this is the, where the continuity comes in because you've got Thorn to Reed shooting the gun, but you also got other scenes of him just standing yes. next to the grave. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a gun. it's so good. It's so good. And you can, yeah. this is a sort of show that you could watch and. Like I say, if it was any other TV show, you'd be complaining about the fact that he's in one scene with a gun and he's yeah. in another scene. He's just standing next to Rick Douglas. But it's so it's so yeah. obvious and so well done that it, it, yeah. also, it endears you even more also, to it. Yeah. Also, like the bit because Redwick's mum's there and as Dag pulls the gun out, she runs towards yeah. him. So he shoots her <laughs> to get her out of the way. And then it's the fact that- her son has just come back from the dead and she runs in, yeah. in proper slow motion going, my baby boy. <laughs> it's, it's a truly, truly brilliant scene. And and I think, yeah. I, and I mentioned before we started recording that, that this was something that I watched, obviously, to do this episode. Um, I've not seen Dark Place for years. But since seeing this first episode again, I instinctively wanted to watch the second one straight away. I didn't because I didn't want to. I didn't want to get mixed up with any scenes or lines or anything like that. But I, I, I do actually now want to go and rewatch it all again. And it's the sort of show that, yes, it is terrible. It's really bad. But when you watch the first episode, I guarantee you'll you'll want to watch it again because it it's it's quite addictive actually in that way. I, I love so, so, and also Redwick's mum isn't that old. <laughs> She's obviously an actress that's put a grey wig on, and that's it. Do you know what? I didn't even uh, notice. I didn't even notice that she wasn't yeah, that old. Yeah. And now I'm going to have to rewatch it again uh, uh, and just to see yeah, it again. <laughs> and I like after the end, after they burn the body, uh, you hear. Uh, I think it's a dubbed overdub of uh, of uh, Sanchez saying, "Oh, oh that'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> just out of the blue. <laughs> It seems as though Douglas was right about burning Renwick. I'm just going to go over there and tell him that. I don't know how, Rick, but you were right. Here, take this. I hate using these things. You'd best go see to the mother. I had to put a cap in her shoulder. Tell her... Tell her I'm sorry. You did what you had to do. I know, but do tell her I'm sorry. Sure. And thanks, buddy. Rick, where are you going? To get some air. To get away. Uh, but then you, you get sort of a, a rooftop monologue from from Douglas. That you're just saying, and that's sort of the episode. That's sort of the first uh, one. Yeah, yeah. That that's where he is. That where he says about. Um, where the doors of the dark place are open, and and he's like, not the yeah. little, not the literal doors, but evil doors. <laughs> yeah, more, more more like portals. Portals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Oh, and then he says something like, um, he's like, from this day on, I'll have to fight the forces of darkness and deal with the burden of day to day admin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's um. The doors of Dark Place were open. Not the literal doors of the building, most of which were closed, but evil doors. 
dark doors. Doors to the beyond. Doors that were hard to shut because they were abstract and didn't have handles. They were more like portals, really. From this day on, I'd have to fight these forces of darkness and deal with the burden of day-to-day admin. It's really fun to talk about. It's it's even more fun to watch. It is. Uh, it's more fun to watch <laughs> than to listen to well, us talk about it. It's, it's more fun. It's one of those shows that I think is really difficult to describe and really difficult to explain uh, in such a way yeah. that would actually make someone who's never seen it think, "I want to see that." Um, but it's really fun. It, it, it's, it... It's it's hard because I thought maybe you should talk about it like it's a real thing at first. Then I thought, nah, it's, it's too many layers here. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I think it would be really difficult to kind of take it seriously because it's uh, it's so obvious and on the nose about its humour that it, it doesn't want you to take it seriously. I think if it was genuinely trying to be a really bad TV show in a sense that yeah. it was taking itself seriously, then you you would kind of want to view it that way, but it, it, it doesn't take itself seriously. The, the, the actors playing the actors, the, those actors take themselves seriously. So like yeah. Dean Lerner and Garth Marenghi take themselves very seriously, but the, the show itself is, is basically just taking the mickey out of them. Um, it, it, yes. It's genuinely yeah. exceptional uh, comedy that not many people have seen, yeah. which is really... Yeah, it, it, it needs to be viewed more. Uh, I mean, if, even if you have seen it like ages ago, give it a rewatch because it is really holds up well. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the thing is that it's it really holds up well because it's so terrible. Uh, if they were genuinely yeah. trying to make a serious hospital uh, drama or even a hospital comedy like Greenwing, for example, um, bits of it would probably not hold up today. Um, I haven't seen Green Wing since 2000 and the, the late well, to mid 2000s Green Wing came out. I've not seen it really since then, but I kind of feel like going back to something like Green Wing, some some things probably wouldn't have aged. Whereas going back to uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, it's so purposefully parodying these kind of really bad TV shows that it it actually hasn't really aged at all, uh, and it, yeah. it, it's actually really really well done for a terrible parody for a good parody of a terrible tv show it's it's really well done yeah it really is <laughs> there's, there's little bits in you also get it's like no animal person plant was harmed during the making of this apart from the cat we killed that's when it comes back with i had a cat once <laughs> Yes, right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I dropped a sofa on it. It was a write-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we do, we do get the this kind of immortal quote from from the legendary Garth Marenghi himself, um, which I think is a it's the mantra that we can all take sort of throughout our lives because he says, "All I do is sit down at the typewriter and start hitting the keys, getting them in the right order. That's the trick." think about it it's actually quite profound because anyone can just sit as a typewriter and just bash out letters but you've got to get them in the right order and that is why Garth Marenghi is such a legend 
Yeah, because uh, uh, obviously I have the DVDs, uh, and very rarely for DVDs it comes with a booklet as well on, on all the characters. <laughs> oh, does it give you like little? It's what you get, like, and, and everything. It does. It's, it says for for Doctor Rick Douglas, it goes a maverick doctor haunted by the demons of his past. Douglas is an ex warlock having renounced the occult in favour of a stability of the medical profession, a veteran of NAM and the Falklands. (laughs) 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 It goes on like that. (laughs) That sounds quite funny. I think think when you put this episode out, I think it would be really good to include some character biographies as well. Um, That would be quite funny. Yeah, I should should do. (laughs) Because I I did not know that about uh, Dr. McDaglas. I feel like I know him better as a person now. Uh, I feel like I understand his character a lot more and his motivations. You understand his motivations. They've just come across there more. Cause, yeah. you know. <laughs> I know a bit more about him. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a genuinely, genuinely great show. Um, and I really, really want people to watch it if they haven't. Um, and I don't, make, I don't think people yes. have an excuse, especially here in the UK. There is no excuse. It's available for free. Um, I, I know you used to be able to buy it on DVD. I don't know if the DVD is still available. Uh, no, I, I mean, I brought mine a long, long time ago. <laughs> it's probably out of print now, actually, thinking about it, because like, like, we, like we've already said, it didn't do so well um, when it actually came out. No. But I think it is considered a, a cult classic TV show by the people who love it. I think the people who are fans of it are yeah. really, really genuine fans. There was talk about doing a movie version, uh, but obviously because of the low ratings, it never really went any further than just talking about it. <laughs> Which is a shame because I think I, I I know that a movie would not have done particularly well um, with, you know, low ratings and stuff of a TV show. But I think having a movie uh, like a, a feature length um, exploration of the, the comings and goings of Dark Place uh, would have been a lot of fun um it, it wouldn't it yeah. you know it wouldn't have made much money but then to be fair a lot of these tv show adaptation movies don't make a great deal of money you know not every movie version is like in between us level of uh making money so um yeah so yeah i think i think the time has passed for garth merengue's dark place the movie um but i think having six episodes of a tv show that is very easy to binge um, it's it's almost like movie length, really, in you know six episodes worth of twenty twenty five minutes or so. Could kind of argue yeah. it's it's I know it's extended movie length. I mean we're talking <laughs> uh, obviously each each story is slightly different. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. it, it very, it's a very very easy thing to binge. I think. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, if you had to score this out of 10, and you do have to, it was in the contract you signed. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I, I think you, when, if you've, when you view the Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, I think you have to view it as being not really like anything else that you've seen. You know, I mentioned the Spoils of Babylon. It's, they're kind of similar um i think you have to view it as what it's intended to be which is a a parody and a comedy um and i would argue that because it's so good at being bad that i don't know if this is controversial but i'm going to say it anyway i would probably give it a 10 
to be because it's it is terrible it's got terrible production value it's got terrible scripts it's got terrible acting it's got terrible sets set design terrible costume design uh terrible hairstyles (laughs) poor um the dialogue uh, is terrible. Well, um, I was thinking of, um, I can't remember the actress. It's Alice Lowe, the actress who plays. Yeah, yeah. Alice Lowe. Hairstyles. Yeah. I mean, they are horrendous. Her makeup is horrendous. Um, everything about this show is really bad. Just genuinely bad. But because yeah. it's such an affectionate parody of, of those kind of shows and it, it, it takes itself so seriously, it makes it funnier um and and i, and I yeah. feel like it is one of those shows that there's there's not really anything like it um it's it's such a landmark of, of televisual comedy um and like i say it is so terrible it actually makes it really rather brilliant so i would give it a 10 yeah uh i'm, I'm right there with you it, it's an easy 10 for me I, I i could not have given it anything lower genuinely um because it's supposed to be as terrible as it is that's the point and so it it yes it it, it works to that point um and it makes that point absolutely perfectly so i i there's there's, there's you know there's nothing else i could say to endorse this show any more than i already have i hope yeah just just people need to watch it <laughs> yes absolutely like i implore people to watch it i think it's brilliant um, there was a, a sort of a spin-off series of this uh called man to man with dean lerner where dean lerner were doing interviews with people who turned out to be mostly uh, michael holdness is it yeah <laughs> uh, he comes. He comes back as Darth Marenghi, uh, talking about a film he's made about killer wasps, and <laughs> it's just brilliant as well. Do you know what? I don't think I ever saw Man to Man with Dean Lerner. I'm, I'm struggling to remember actually no. seeing that, but maybe that's on um, all four as well. I might see if I can catch that. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I don't remember seeing it either. And I, I think the, the problem they had when they launched this originally at the time was because they were going into it as character. So they didn't really know how to advertise yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> as, as well, I suppose, kind of going off of Dark Place, if Dark Place hasn't done so well and they're trying to follow it with a character that was in Dark Place, um, it, it must be very difficult um, to promote a show with a character from a show that no one's really seen. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel very much like something like Dark Place is is supposed to be imperfect it's supposed to be flawed it's supposed to be amateur it's supposed to be flat you know everything is supposed to be bad about it but that kind of makes it perfect because it's so good at being bad um and like i say i genuinely think a lot of skill has gone into trying to make it as bad as possible (laughs) so you've you've got to got to give it a 10 you've got to yeah, it's a brave decision to to go onto a show but most of these people were, were new and, and yeah, that badly. Absolutely, <laughs> and for a lot of the cast to go on to bigger and better things as well, um, I think that just is kind of testament to the actual extreme talent of the people who are in front of the camera, who are behind the camera on Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. That it's 
it is kind of landmark television in a way, um, but it's it's not really given that respect that, that I think it deserves um, because people don't know about no, it. <laughs> no. Even people like Ali Sloge, she's gone on to direct, uh, yeah. a star in her own films. Uh, was it a pre pre uh, What's it? I can't remember what film it was now. Uh, where she's pregnant. Oh, um, <laughs> and, and the, yeah. the baby wants her to kill. Uh, I do. I do remember what your. I do know. Uh, Prevenge is it? Prevenge. That's the yeah. that's the one. Yes, uh, and of course she's in sightseeing as well. Yeah, uh, I, wasn't she also in um, uh, that episode of um, Black Mirror, the uh, Bandersnatch episode? I think she was in as well, uh, which which came out oh, recently. Oh. I think I think that was her. Um, and obviously, like we said, Matt Berry and Richard Ayoade, literally Richard Ayoade is in pretty much everything. So and, and he's really great. I think he's a great comedic talent, Richard Ayoade. So um, I think I, I like his, his travel man. Yeah. When he used to do it. Uh, it, it's so it's so deadpan, <laughs> the things he says. Yeah. And that, but that is very much like his style of humour, because that's the same sort of style of humour he uses in the IT crowd as well. Um, and. But I think, it, you know, and, and we mentioned Alice Lowe's been directing. I think Richard Ayoade directed, uh, I think it was Submarine, um, which that, that's is, right, yes. um, I've not seen it personally, um, but I have heard it's incredible. So, um, yeah, just, I mean, in, incredibly talented cast um, in this that, yeah, again, a lot of people had just literally have not seen Dark Place Um and and uh, I think I think we both could not recommend it highly enough, <laughs> to be honest. That's that's right. Uh, I know everyone who listens to this podcast, uh, at least ten of them, uh, could go and see. Uh, well, Dark Place I, I'm, I'm, when it. when this episode goes out, I will be um, I will be tweeting out to my listeners as well, and uh, and imploring them to a listen to this episode, obviously, and also b uh, go and find <laughs> Dark Place and watch it because um, I I genuinely think it. it it deserves a bit of a renaissance. Um, it is one of those shows, like like we've said, it's timeless. Um, yeah, it should be hailed as a, as a comedy triumph, shouldn't it? It should be. Absolutely. You know, I think it's 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 not as well established as the likes of you know Black Books and Father Ted and and all of those. But I, I definitely think it's up there with the the greats. The, yes. You know, and Channel Four has always been so excellent with its comedy. Um, we've mentioned well quite a few Channel Four comedies that are, are are actually now seen as some of the greatest comedies that Britain has ever made, um, and I definitely think Garth Marenghi's Dark Place deserves as much recognition as Father Ted and the IT Crowd and Black Books and I mean Green Wing, bless it, doesn't get recognition for being a great comedy, but Green Wing is is great as well. Um, I, I think Channel Four is genuinely one of the greatest producers of british comedy um that you know tv you know when we're talking about tv stations i think channel four is is one of the best yeah they, they brought a space oh my god of course i didn't even think of space space <laughs> is one of the best oh best tv shows ever made i adore spaced um yeah it's up there with spaced absolutely 100 percent. spaced is yeah 10 out of 10 i this think that's 10. the lot that's the last show i gave that's the last show I gave 10 out of 10 oh, to was well, Spaced. I mean, <laughs> it, it makes perfect sense to me. I think Spaced is Spaced is just phenomenal, phenomenally great. Um, and, and this is 
this is different to spaced uh, in a lot of ways um but it just because it's different it doesn't mean it's it's not as great uh, and not as worthy of, of recognition yeah. uh, it absolutely is that's great yeah <laughs> so would you like to give yourself a uh, shout out hello me no, i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. If anyone wants to uh, to listen to me uh, on on my podcast, which is Verbal Diorama, that would be awesome. Um, I don't talk about TV shows. Uh, this is kind of a bit of a special one off. Uh, I, I usually talk about uh, movies, um, and yeah, on Verbal Diorama, I like to talk about the history and legacy of movies you know and movies you don't. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you can find Verbal Diorama on well any podcast app of your choice apple podcasts google Podcasts, spotify stitcher all of the major players um and uh yeah you can follow me on social media at verbal diorama on on twitter facebook and instagram and uh yeah anyone who wants to talk to me about dark place come and talk to me about dark place i will be happy to talk to you about dark place that's good. I, I think you do one of the hardest things on, on podcasting is because it's just you talking <laughs> and I've tried that and it doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it, it's, it's one of it, it is a skill, I think, uh, to be comfortable with your own voice. And it, it took me a long time to be comfortable with my own voice. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is a, uh, a solo podcast. I do occasionally have guests on, but not very often. Um, and uh, yeah, I. Uh, I, I like to talk at myself. Occasionally, my cat will will join me. You'll hear in the background. She's been very good today, though. Um, you've not. She's not made a peep today. So, uh, so yeah, that that's good for this recording. But uh, but probably for all the yeah. She she re, she respects she uh, respects dark place too much well, to well, interrupt. Her ancestors yeah. might have been that cat. So, uh, but same, yeah, be. actually, uh, this came out in 2004, and my cat was born in 2004. So maybe, oh. maybe she's got a link to Dark Place. Maybe she's from Dark Place. I mean, that would explain a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about my cat. That would explain a hell of a lot. Um, but yeah, that that's that's quite shocking, actually, because yeah, my my cat's 16, and, uh, and so is Dark Place. So maybe, uh, maybe oh, that's well. why she's being good because she knows that we're talking about her, you know, where she's come from. Who knows? Um, the hell mouth of dark well, place. Yeah. yeah, like I say, she she's a bit of a pain in my ass a lot of the time. So, um, so yeah, but um, yeah, generally it's it's me on on verbal diorama talking to myself. <laughs> So it's, it's always really nice because I love to go, I actually love to go on other people's shows because I actually get to talk to other people for a change. So it's really good for me because this has been actually so much fun talking about Dark Place. So thank you so much for having me on. Well, it's great for you to join me to do this. I really appreciate well, that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're a busy person, I mean, not like me. <laughs> ish. Yeah, but, but, you know, and I know yeah. that it's something that we've talked about for a long time. Um, and, uh, yeah, over a year. Over a year, year ago, oh, I asked you. <laughs> okay, that, that doesn't look so great on me. Um, I, I, <laughs> um, but, you know, I think talking about the genius of Dark Place, you know, it takes a while, I think, to really build up the, the love and respect. <laughs> uh, but, no, that that's... Um, uh, yeah. That, that's just my schedule um but but i'm glad that i'm here now you have to 
you have to buy a new notebook and a new pen and it just took a well, bit exactly. of time. I was, uh, basically, all I was doing was, you know, tapping the keys, um, but I was doing it in the wrong order. And now I've finally done it in the right order. And now I'm finally on uh, launching the pilot. So it, it takes a while, yeah. you know, to get those keys in the right order. Uh, and the world has changed quite a bit <laughs> since, since I asked you. So, and you've yes. also moved. So yeah, oh, yeah. A lot going it's, on. it's been a bit of a crazy year, but, um, but it, it's all good. I'm here now. That's it. And it's, it's, it's all done and it's all recorded. <laughs> oh, don't uh, say now. that. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Um, we could just do it well, again. <laughs> as fresh as the first yeah, time. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll schedule you in for 2026. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, this this has been super fun. Um, it's uh, a lot. And I will be watching the rest of Dark Place. So I'll uh, I'll let you know. I'll DM you and I'll let you know what I think about the rest of Dark Place. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got to go back I mean, to it I'm as well. I'm not going to turn around and say I've changed my mind. It's a zero out of ten. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you re-edit <laughs> it, that podcast? I'm yeah, out now. But we'll, we'll re-edit it like um, like Dark Place. So I'll, I'll just uh, Place, instead of yeah. saying yeah, I give it a ten out of ten, it'll be I give it zero out of ten. <laughs> so just, you can just dub in zero yeah. over everything uh, just yeah, to make yeah, it a bit more Dark yeah. Place. Um, Hello, I'm son of Madeleine Wall, who features in Garth Meringi's Dark Place. She died while making the show, and as her only surviving relative, I get royalties from her performance. Please keep watching so that I can fly to Croatia and visit her grave. I put some sounds on, there's a bad atmosphere in here. Why won't she be mine? I wish I was more attractive like Douglas. Still, one can only dream. I'm a one-track lover Down a two-way lane Driving fast down the highway Must have been insane Cause the temperature's too high Traveling way too fast And I knew our loving Was too hot to last She's smooth, like ice, cold to the touch, and it isn't very nice when you're left alone. Your lady treats you badly if you hang on the phone. Take off, shove your loving on the wheel, put the pedal to the floor, cause you're heading for the hills. Gotta get away, can't take it anymore. Man, you don't need this, leave her at the door. The door, the door, the door. Sanch, open the door. Open the door, Sanch, Sanch. Sorry, Thornton. Bad dream. Hello, I'm Todd Rivers, principal player in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Ratings at the moment are quite poor, so please watch it or I won't be able to pay for my operation. I want laser treatment in both eyes. I can't see a thing. Stay lucky, Todd. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, tonight at 10.30 on Channel 4. Check it out.